Welcome to The Word for Today, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor Chuck Smith, founder of the Calvary Chapel Movement. This radio program is a verse-by-verse study through the entire Bible. And on today's edition of The Word for Today, Pastor Chuck continues with the vial of the fourth angel as we pick up in Revelation chapter 16, verse 8. And now with today's message, here's Pastor Chuck. So maybe what we have here is a nuclear holocaust. And uh, these are the effects that will happen as the result of a nuclear holocaust. God knows what man's folly will bring to pass as far as natural calamities. It is interesting that God predicted in Isaiah 19 the building of the Aswan Dam. Not only did he predict the building of the Aswan Dam, but he also said all of the ecological damage that would result from the building of that dam. The destruction of the fishing industry, the loss of farmland and crops and so forth, and and the ecological problems that would result from building the Aswan Dam. And he said, you know, that the, the counselors the, were, were fools because they didn't take into account the ecological damage. Actually, there's been talk of, of blowing up the dam to cure the ecological damage that they've created by the building of the dam. They have, of course, lost the fishing industry completely that used to be a great fishing industry around the mouth of the Mediterranean because all of the debris brought by the Nile River fed the fish. With the dam now, all of this uh, nutrients in our, uh, are not brought along the Nile River anymore into the Mediterranean. As a result of the dam, they, they do not have any longer the, the silt buildup. So you're getting the saltwater intrusion into all of that rich delta farmland that used to exist there at the mouth of the Nile where it came into the Mediterranean. Now, because you see, tons of sand would be brought by the Nile River every year on into uh, the Mediterranean, and it formed this beautiful delta of farmland and all, but that's not happening anymore. In fact, you're starting to get saltwater intrusion, and they have lost more acreage, agricultural acreage, than they have gained by their ability now to irrigate with the water, but they've lost more acreage than they've gained. And they've lost the richest kind of acreage. And so God knows the damage that will take place, and it could be that the Lord here is describing the damage that will result from a massive nuclear holocaust. Men were scorched with the great heat and blasphemed the name of God which had power over these plagues and they repented not to give him glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vial on the throne of the beast and his kingdom was full of darkness and they gnawed their tongues for pain. And so even as God brought darkness upon Egypt, so God brings darkness upon the kingdom of the beast. And again, this could indicate a supernova condition of the sun where it becomes extremely bright uh, for a few days and then 
becomes dark. And they blaspheme the God of heaven, men continuing to blaspheme God because of their pain and their sores. And they repented not of their deeds. So the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the waters thereof were dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. So God is going to gather together the nations into the area of Israel from the valley of Megiddo to Edom. And so God dries up now the river Euphrates to prepare the way for the kings of the east, China, and all of her vast hordes of people, India, Pakistan, Japan, moving in from the east. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs, demons, that come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Interesting thing here. Those who have seemed to have had an out-of-body experience where their spirits have left their bodies and they were presumed dead, those that have had these out-of-body experiences and had this conscious out-of-body state in which they looked back into the room and saw their bodies and saw the activities that were going on in the room, but they were out of their body observing it. It is interesting that for the most part, these who have had these out-of-body type experiences are aware that as their spirit left their body, it left their body through their mouth. Interesting, when you go back in the Old Testament and you read that God breathed into man and he became a living spirit. And those that have these out-of-body experiences will usually testify of their awareness that their spirit left through their mouth, and when their spirit came back, it came back in through their mouths. And it's quite, it's, it's most common among those who have had the out-of-body experiences to express it as the spirit going forth out of their mouth. Now, the interesting thing is that these spirits, these demonic spirits, go forth out of the mouths. It is also interesting that when Jesus cast out many of the demons, there were the loud screamings from the mouths of the individuals as the demons departed. And so, uh, <laughs> I don't think it'd do any good to keep your mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> but it's just a, an interesting observation that out of the mouth of the Antichrist and his false prophet and out of Satan, out of their mouth go these spirits like frogs, demonic spirits, they are spirits of devils, we are told, working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to battle of that great day of God Almighty. And so by these demonic forces, the kings of the earth will be gathered together unto the area of Armageddon 
where they are going to seek to make war against Jesus Christ at his return. Seek to thwart God's rule over the earth. It is interesting how that men in high places of government today are many of them controlled by demonic spirits. I don't think that you can really explain their actions apart from demonic spirits. The things that Hitler did and those that were in authority with Hitler cannot be explained except by demonic forces taking over their minds. They could not do the inhumane things that they did to man apart from control by demonic forces. And it is very common knowledge that Hitler was directed and guided by men who were masters in what is known and called white magic, the masters of the spiritist type of movements actually were guiding and controlling Hitler. And uh, that really is the only explanation for the horrible atrocities that these men were able of committing against fellow man. And as we look at what's happening in the world today, uh, we see that actions can only be explained many times of, of, by demonic forces. The going in and the slaughtering of people is just unthinkable to us in, in our right minds. How could you do it? How could you order such a thing? But uh, the fact that they are controlled by these demonic forces is the answer. Now, Jesus said, Behold, I come as a thief. He's talking about his return, the second coming. Blessed is he that watches and keeps his garments, lest he walks naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. So the Lord declaring his coming, coming soon as a thief, watch, keep your garments. John says, lest we be ashamed at him at his coming. Not ready. The seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, it is finished. This is it, the final plague of this great tribulation period, the final judgment of God upon the earth. It's over now, and now the time has come for Jesus to return in glory and establish God's kingdom. But with this, there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake such as was not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts and the cities of the nations fell and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away and the mountains were not found. 
And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, 60 to 90 pounds. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. This describes a tremendous cataclysmic upheaval upon the earth, probably a polar axis shift, and again, a collision with an asteroid could be a possible culprit. We do know that in times past there have been tremendous geographical changes where for whatever reason in the polar axis shift, the, the waters uh, are changed, the ocean floors are changed, and, and suddenly great canyons will open up, the water comes pouring in, and the weight of the water breaking the earth crust and, and causing other thrust areas to be pushed up into the air, new mountains form, new mountain ranges formed. In his book, Earth in Upheaval, Emmanuel Velikovsky again brings many interesting phenomena from around the earth that show tremendous cataclysmic changes in the historic period of man that have created tremendous thrust, mountain ranges and so forth. There, there's an interesting thing he brings out about Lake Titicaca down in Peru, high up there in the Andes, and how that there's a tilt and all on that thing that happened sometime during the period of man's history upon the earth. And uh, Earth's in Upheaval, a fascinating book also by this man filled with interesting research. Though I don't necessarily go along with the conclusions that he has drawn, I find that the research that he has done is fascinating indeed. And I, I enjoy reading his books because of the tremendous research that was done. Thunders, lightnings, a great earthquake. This is not a localized. Now we have earthquakes around here. We are, you know, existing on a couple of fault lines. There's the Newport fault line, which they call. And then we are close enough to the San Andres fault line that whenever there's any shift there, we get the effects of it here. But these are local earthquakes. The epicenter, you know, is 10 miles off of Newport Beach or the epicenter is down in Imperial Valley. And they can pick out the epicenters of, of these localized earthquakes. But this is not a localized, this is a worldwide shaking. The earth itself is just going to shake. Now Isaiah the prophet does also describe this same earthquake in the 24th chapter of Isaiah. Beginning with verse 17, he said, Fear in the pit and the snare, the trap, are upon thee, inhabitants of the earth, three things, fear, snare, and the trap. And it shall come to pass who he, that he who flees from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that comes up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken in the trap. 
For the windows from on high are open and the foundations of the earth do shake. Not just a movement on the uh, plates of in a local area, but the whole foundations of the earth are going to shake. And the earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it and it shall fall and not rise again. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. And they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit, and they shall be shut up in the prison. Uh, but after many days, the thousand years, they'll be visited and shall stand, of course, before the Lord for the great white throne judgment. But here Isaiah describes this condition. Now, again, from a scientific kind of an observation, this does sound much like a polar axis shift as the earth wobbles to and fro like a drunken man and then is moved like a cottage. They believe that these polar axis shift take place about every 5,000 years. It is a phenomenon that is well known to science. What we call the North Pole today has not always been the North Pole of the earth. The earth has shifted on its axis in the past. And this polar axis shift does create tremendous cataclysmic upheavals around the earth as we uh, told you about the different change of the ocean floors. And, you know, they, they've found fossils high up in the Himalayas, which indicates that it was once covered by water. You go up to the south rim of the Grand Canyon, and there at 7,000 feet you see uh, the fossils of shells, uh, mollusks, and so forth. There in the strata you see these fossils, which indicates that that was one time an ocean floor. And so... That was at one time sea level or below sea level because the water covered the thing. And so there have been these cataclysmic changes. It's going to happen again. The earth is going to go into what they call the wobble. And it, it, the earth, it does wobble all the time. I think you know that. Uh, there is this, what they call the wobble effect. And it cycles every seven years. It gets, it seems to peak out and then sort of levels off for a while and, and has just slight wobble, but then it begins to build up. And every seven years, the thing peaks out on this wobble. But they feel that sometimes the wobble gets so erratic that the thing like a top flips over. And that uh, when this does, there, there then is this tremendous cataclysmic uh, change, islands fleeing away. I've uh, you know said uh, many times I wanted Hawaii. Probably will not be here in the kingdom. So if, if he gave me Hawaii to rain, it could be you know ten thousand feet under the water or something. You know. So 
you know, I'm not too strong on, uh, <laughs> you know, insisting that I get Hawaii during the kingdom as my uh, sphere of reign. Inasmuch as the whole earth will be restored into the Edenic type of condition, it'll probably be just as beautiful and lush and tropical in Alaska as it would be in Hawaii. So, you know, no matter where you are, it's going to be gloriously beautiful. The whole earth filled with his glory. Out in the middle of the Sahara Desert, there'll be glorious streams and rivers and waterfalls and, and uh, forest and all. For the desert shall blossom as a rose and there will be rivers in dry places and all as God restores the earth. So, I, you know, I'm for any place he wants to put me. And uh, it's going to be beautiful to be here in that day when the Lord is reigning and righteousness covers the earth and we see the earth as God intended it to be for man when he placed man upon it and told him to dress it, to keep it, be fruitful, and to multiply. But the judgments of God coming before this great day of the Lord. We'll return with more of our verse-by-verse Bible study in the book of Revelation on our next broadcast as Pastor Chuck continues to teach through the Bible. And we do hope you'll make plans to join us. But right now, if you'd like to order a copy of today's message, simply order Revelation 16 when visiting the wordfortoday.org. And while you're there, be sure to browse the many additional biblical resources by Pastor Chuck. You can also subscribe to the Word for Today podcast or sign up for our email subscription. Once again, that's the wordfortoday.org. For those of you wishing to call, our toll-free number is 1-800-272-WORD, and our office hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Again, that's 1-800-272-9673. If you prefer to write, our mailing address is The Word for Today, P.O. Box 8000, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And now, on behalf of the Word for Today, we'd like to thank all of you who share in supporting this ministry with your prayers and financial support. And be sure to join us again next time as Pastor Chuck continues his verse-by-verse study through the Bible. That's right here on the next edition of The Word for Today. And now, once again, here's Pastor Chuck. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord give you a beautiful week. A fellowship with him as you walk with the Lord in the light of his word. May he just spread his glory on your way. And may you just experience more and more the love of God and the grace of God as his spirit works in your heart, the spirit of grace and supplication. God bless you. Keep you in the name of Jesus Christ. This program has been sponsored by Calvary Chapel of Costa Mesa, California. As Easter is approaching, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is on the hearts of Christians everywhere and how they might witness this beautiful story to their loved ones. With this in mind, the Word for Today would like to present a special MP3 entitled My Redeemer Lives that includes 14 reassuring messages to answer the significance of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ 
and a life that should bring hope to everyone. Also included is a special presentation of the crucifixion from a doctor's perspective, as well as a powerful salvation message shared by Pastor Chuck. And when you order My Redeemer Lives MP3, we'll include a free CD by Pastor Chuck to witness to your loved ones that Jesus is indeed the Messiah. This CD, entitled A Risen Love, clearly presents the evidence to help others make a decision that will impact their immediate and eternal future. For more information, contact The Word for Today at 800-272-9673 or visit us online at thewordfortoday.org.